This podcast is presented to you by Pastor Randy Han and Celebration Church in Fresno, California. For more information, please visit celebrationchurch.cc. Good morning, everybody. Y'all good this morning? You know, I, uh, I count it a privilege and an honor to be able to stand in front of you and to uh, speak on one of my most favorite subjects about one of my most favorite people. And that is the Holy Spirit. You know, I've, I've come to rely on him. My life is better because he influences my life. My marriage is strong because the Holy Spirit leads our lives. My children are where they are because of the wisdom that God brings through the Holy Spirit. And so I'm really excited this morning because I get to share that with you. How many of you can use some power in your life? Greater wisdom, greater ability. We all can, right? And I love uh, how it started. We started this, uh, this series in Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 18. Um, it says, don't be drunk with wine because that's going to ruin your life. It says, instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Pastor Randy, over the last few weeks, and has talked about uh, being filled with the Holy Spirit is being controlled by him or being influenced by him. Allowing him to lead, allowing him to guide, allowing him to be your decision maker and to, to direct your life. Not your feelings, not your emotions, but the spirit of God in you to lead you and to guide you. He also talked about how the Holy Spirit is a person. How the Holy Spirit is not weird. You know, a lot of times we think the Holy Spirit is weird and it's not that he's weird. He just lives in some weird people. And the people are weird. It's not him that's weird. It's the people are weird. If you're weird with him, you're weird without him. You're weird with him. It doesn't matter. But he's not weird. He lives on the inside of you. And he wants to be your friend. He wants to be your best friend. It's God in you. It's God in you. It's the wisdom of God in you. It's the power of God in you. And he becomes our helper. I love last week's message when Randy was talking about the three baptisms. And, and if you were here you know where I'm going. Uh, those of you who are not, you can go ahead and uh, upload our podcast every week. You can do that. But he talks about the three baptisms and how when we receive the baptism uh, in Christ, when we're baptized in Christ, that's, that's salvation. That's when the Spirit of God initially moves into our heart. He moves into us. He now abides on the inside of us. Then he talked about the, the, the second baptism, when we're baptized in water and That's just an outward representation of what God has done on the inside, that that old man has been crucified with Christ. And when we come back up, we come back up new and we have a new way of walking and a new way of talking and just really believe and seen so many miracles in in water baptism where people have been sick going in the water, come out healed, been addicted going into the water, come out, coming out just totally set, set free because there's power in that. But then he talked about where we're going this morning, being baptized in the Holy Spirit. That's when the Holy Spirit uh, totally saturates your life. Saturates your life to where he influences every part of your life. Uh, He showed the illustration with the cucumber and the pickle, how your life was one way before you were baptized in the Holy Spirit, and how after, when you're soaked and saturated, it totally transforms your life. It produces something, produces you to be something different. You don't even really look the same. People look at you and go, wow, you've changed. Why? Because there's a different empowerment and ability in your life. 
You know, I kind of like to look at it like this. When we invite Christ to come into our, into our lives, you know, we're saying, God, I want you to come and I want you to move in. And we give him access and the spirit of God moves in. Kind of like if you were to come and you were going to, going to stay at my house for a while and I'd invite you into my house. And a lot of times I'd say, Hey, the refrigerator's right here. There's the bathroom. There's, you know, here's the television. Here's the remote. You know, it's direct TV. You know how to change it right. And like give you all the instructions. You know how to turn lights on, turn lights off. Say, my house is your house. Right? Mi casa es su casa. Right? My house is your house. It, it's yours. T- you know, go ahead. Until you went into my bedroom and started rearranging the furniture and Change, putting all your clothes into my dresser. And I'd come in and go, what are you doing? You said, you said your house is my house. My house is your house. I'm just taking my place. That's kind of like what we do with God. We ask God to come in and the spirit of God moves in, but we only limit him. Spirit of God, you can stay in the living room and you can maybe use that guest bathroom, but don't be coming in my bedroom and rearranging things. So really when we're Asking the spirit of God to baptize us. What we're saying is, Holy Spirit, you can have access to every room of my house. Kind of like when I married Randy. He wasn't just someone who moved in and has access to the living room or the kitchen. He has access to every room of my house. He has the ability to rearrange furniture if he wants to. He has the ability to leave his underwear on the floor if he wants to. He has the ability to, to, to go in any room, transform, paint, do whatever he wants because he has full access to that house. There's also benefits to having him in the house. He can kill spiders, he can mow the lawn, he can fix things, right? There's an empowerment, a bettering of my life because he has access. So when we're baptized in the Holy Spirit, we're asking the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I'm not just giving you access to one part of my life. I'm giving you access to all of my life. And I want you to fill every part of me. And there's benefits to doing that. And that's what I want to talk about quickly this morning is the benefits of being baptized in the Holy Spirit. What happens? One of the very first major things that happen is when the Holy Spirit saturates you and you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, you give him complete access to your life. He produces power there. In Acts chapter 1 verse number 8, it says, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will be filled with power. That word power means strength. Ability, power, dynamite, power. How many of you could use some more power in your life? Yeah, we all know, man, if a little power is good, a lot of power is better, right? We have taken trips over to the Philippines multiple times now. And if given the opportunity to fly in a plane with a little engine or a big engine, I'm, I'm taking the plane with the big engine. Why? More power. There's a lot of ocean to cover, more power. If you're a NASCAR driver and you're Picking your, choosing your car, you're not going to choose the car with a, with a lawnmower engine. You're going to choose the one that has, you know, the 800 horsepower engine. Why? More power, more ability. It's faster. You're going to win. There's an advantage to more power. You know, when uh, I give this illustration before, and it's really great because uh, we were out on the lake one time. We borrowed a friend's uh, wave runner. There were two wave runners, and we went out. And we were playing on the lake. And it seemed like one wave runner was going faster than the others. And it seemed like when I got on, it wasn't going so fast. But when my husband got on, it was like screaming across the water. And I couldn't figure out why until he got on one day asking for a specific key. There was a certain key that when you turn that wave runner 
on, it took the limits off. It took the regulator off. It took the limit off that only limited, limited it to a certain mile per hour. But when you use that key, man, that thing took all the limits off. That's like the Holy Spirit in our lives. He's like that special key that takes the limits off your life. He makes your life powerful and limitless. If you feel like your life is constantly hitting a ceiling, if you feel like you can't get past certain things, you need the Holy Spirit to fill you so he can empower you and he gives you that advantage. He's the key to the greater power. So when we're baptized in the Holy Spirit, we, we receive that power and that power actually uh, gives us great ability even beyond our own personality. You know, sometimes we look at our lives and, and just, you know, by nature and our DNA and just the, by the way we've been raised, there's some people who seem a little bit more passive in life and think, man, I never can be powerful. I, I'm always weak. I never be, can become strong. But when the Holy Spirit empowers your life, when you're filled with him, he gives you an ability and a power and a boldness beyond your natural ability. He enables you to live the God kind of life. And I don't know about you in this world that we live in. I need God's life in my marriage. I need God's life in my kids. I need God's life in my mind. I need God's life in my physical body. I need the power of God to be able to walk in the life of God, which God's plan for you, if you don't know this, is good, not bad. He wants you to succeed and he wants you to prosper in everything that you set your hand to. The second thing it does is it gives you a supernatural or a God boldness about you. A God boldness, a God boldness in Acts chapter one, verse number eight, after he says, you know, the Holy Spirit's going to come upon you and give you power. So you're going to be filled with power. It goes on to say, and you will be my witness telling people about me everywhere. You know, we see this so huge in the lives of the disciples before Jesus was getting ready to, to be put on the cross. And you know, the, they, they had arrested him and they were interrogating him and they were beating him and said all of the disciples of Jesus, all of his friends, man, all of his followers, they all deserted him. People would come up to them and say, man, aren't you followers of the Christ? And they say, nope, not me. You see this so clearly in the, in the, in the word, it talks about how Peter, man, one who had just told Jesus, I'll never deny you, bro. I'm going to go to the cross with you. If you die, I die, man. If you go, I go, if they kill me, they got to, I mean, if they kill you, they're going to get me first. He was like one of the, you know, Ones that just boldly at the end when they came up and just actually said, do you know the Christ? And he's no Jesus Christ. And he's like, no, I don't know him. And he ended up denying Christ three times, walked away, man, broken and feeling like a failure. But the Bible talks about how in, in Acts, when the Holy Spirit came upon them in that upper room and filled Peter, he no longer was the intimidated guy. He was no longer the denier of Christ. He was the no longer the one who was asked about his faith and said, well, I don't know. Yeah, kind of. I kind of go to church. I don't know. I kind of go to this church over there. I don't know. Uh, he was one that, that stood up on that day of Pentecost and he preached a message where thousands of people got saved. He was getting in their business, man. He was telling them plain. He no longer was that passive follower of Christ. He was a bold disciple letting his life shine. That's what the, being baptized in the spirit will do for you. If you find yourself mount at work, you know, with your coworkers and it seems like, you know, they're, they're talking about things and you know, you've experienced life change. You know, you have the answer, you know, you have 
the ability to, to give them the good news of Jesus Christ, but they're just something on the inside. Man, if I share that, I'll be mocked. If I, if I share that, they're not going to want to hang out with me. They're not going to invite me into the lunchroom. They're not going to want to, you know, sit with me anymore. There's that intimidation there. When you're baptized with the spirit of God and give God access to your whole house, God gets involved and you have this confident boldness, not an arrogance, but a boldness in Christ Jesus that when you open your mouth, there's such power to it that it's attractive to your coworkers. What you say about Jesus doesn't repel them. It draws them in. It imparts the life of Christ from you to them. It's a powerful thing. So if you lack the confidence you need to share Jesus with people, if you're easily intimidated when people confront you about your faith, if you have a hard time battling peer pressure and man, I'm going to make a decision. I'm not going to do that anymore. And just people around you and you have that, you need to be filled with the power of God. You need a greater power on the inside of you. And that's what happens when you're baptized with the spirit of God. Another thing, which is really awesome. I'm so thankful for is when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit and give God access to every part of your life, he gives you the ability to connect with people you normally wouldn't be able to connect with or relate to. This is really cool right here. In Acts chapter 2, verse number 4, when it says, when it talks about the Holy Spirit showing up on that day of Pentecost and baptizing the believers, it says here, all the believers were filled with the Holy Spirit and he began to, and they began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability to speak. Verse 7 says, stunned and amazed the people in the crowd. They said, all these men who are speaking are Galileans. Why do we hear them speaking in our native dialect? Verse number 11 says, we hear these men in our own languages as they tell about the miracles that God has done. So we hear, we see here all these different nations and different languages. But when the spirit of God empowered the believers, said all of those people heard them speaking just the goodness of God in their own language. You know, I don't know if you know it, you do probably do, but we all speak different languages. We all may speak English or a form of English, but we all speak it in different ways, right? Yeah, we do. The, 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 the young, the under 20 have a language that's very different from the older than 50, right? Yeah. The, the, um, Different economic status, you know, one person's talking about stocks and bonds and the Dow Jones and the points and the this and somebody else is going, what the heck is like, what, what does that even matter? Right? Two totally different languages. You have those that are highly educated, speak very excellent English, who are irritated by people like me who get up and speak very broken slang ghetto at times English. We speak totally different languages, but because of the power of the Holy Spirit, we have the ability to connect. We have the ability to understand each other. And this is a great thing because parents, when you look at your kid and you're like, I don't even get you, right? And they look at you and they're like, "Uh, you just don't understand. Well, it's like, yeah, you speak different languages. But when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God gives you the ability to communicate in ways that you never could communicate before. You know, I get nervous sometimes when my husband talks because he was raised in the generation where thongs were flip-flops. I'm just saying. And he tells me sometimes that he's going to wear his thongs to church. And I'm like, please don't tell the people that. That's just not, 
You're already going there in your mind. Bring it back. You know, I, we lived in a generation where bad meant something bad, not something great. Where sick meant ill, not like the most incredible, awesome thing that ever happened. Right? We're not even going to talk about ratchet. Right? Don't even go there. So it gives you the ability to communicate in ways that you never thought. You know, a lot of times, this is what hinders us from really sharing our faith with others. Because we look at people who are different from us. And we get intimidated and think, I'd never connect with that. You know, man, I've just been a total church girl. How can I, con- how can I even connect and share Christ with some prostitute who's been abused since she was five years old and selling her body and so drug addicted? How, how can I even relate to that? When you're baptized with the Spirit of God, you don't have to be where they have been to be able to share Jesus with them. It's a powerful thing. Being baptized in the Holy Spirit gives you the ability to communicate. So again, parents, to be able to communicate to your children. Men, communicating with your wife. Wife, communicating with your husband. Sometimes you're like, I just don't know how to make it plain. Let God fill you. He gives you the ability to speak things that you normally wouldn't say in ways you normally wouldn't say it because you're empowered by him, empowered by him. Another thing that it does is it gives you the ability to pray in a whole new way. It gives you a unique ability to pray with greater power and greater precision, greater accuracy. We see throughout the book of Acts when people were baptized in the Holy Spirit, not only were they empowered in life, but they were also given a really cool ability to pray in a new God language. In Acts chapter 10, verse number 46, you can, I'll give you a couple verses here so you know I'm not just making it up. When people were baptized in the Holy Spirit, it says they heard them speaking in other tongues and praising God. Acts chapter 19, verse number six, it says the Holy Spirit came upon them and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. Now, before you start freaking out and saying that's weird because weird people have made it weird, there are benefits to that cool God-given language that comes along with him moving in to your whole life. A lot of times we look at that as strange because we don't know the power in it. Kind of like, you know, when I was growing up, we lived on, kind of on the coast. We, well, we did not kind of, we lived on the coast. And it was way back, and I sound like I'm so old, it was way back when air conditioning in a car wasn't standard. You had to pay extra for it. And so a lot of times when my parents would go buy a new car, go to buy a new car, they'd say it's an extra, you know, $400, $500 for air conditioning. And they'd go, oh, we don't really need that, right? Because we lived on the coast. We can roll down the window the good old-fashioned way. Use your arm. And so they would roll down the window. We don't need that. And we thought, oh, we don't need air conditioning. We don't need air conditioning until we got a car that had air conditioning. And then we saw the advantage of having the air conditioning. And now we don't want a car without the air conditioning. Same thing when it comes to like seat heaters. 
right? In your car. Some of you are like seat heaters, man, who needs a seat heater in their car? It's because you've never had a seat heater in your car. So since you've never had a seat heater in your car, you don't know the advantage of a seat heater in the car when it's freezing cold in the middle of the night, when you're going somewhere or early in the morning and you can just turn that baby on and warm you right up. You don't know the advantage that it holds. You don't know what you're missing out on. Right? Same thing with the GPS in your car. A navigation system trying to direct. Who needs that? You know, you, you, who needs that? You don't need, know you need it until you have it and then you don't have it anymore. So it's easy to look at, okay, here's something that the Holy Spirit offers you when He moves in. He offers you a unique ability to pray in a really cool God language that gives you such a great advantage in your life. So let me, like a car dealer, tell you the advantage. Why would you want this benefit package in this car? Why would you want this bonus package? Real quickly, number one, why you would need this package in your life. It gives you the ability to pray out mysteries. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 4, 2, in the spirit, he speaks out mysteries. There's just certain things. Have you noticed this? There's just certain things you don't know in life. This is what the, what mystery means. Something that is difficult or impossible to understand. I know, guys, you're saying, that's my wife. She's a a mystery. That's why you need this benefit package. God will start unveiling mysteries. When you're praying by the help of the Holy Spirit, there's just some things you don't understand. You just don't get. This is where it was super beneficial in my life. Raising teenagers. There's certain things, man, they go through at school. There's certain attitudes they have when they get home and you talk to them. They don't answer. They just kind of grunt here and there. Yeah. uh, You know, they don't give you the full story. They just tell you what you want to hear. But you know, there's something deeper behind what they're telling you. It's a mystery. Those times that I just didn't get it. I just don't know what's going on. Why is this? Why is, why is our money like this? Why are my kids acting like this? Why is there seems some distance in my marriage? What is this? Those were times I would go by myself and I would pray in that God, really awesome, cool God language. And I would just pray out those mysteries. And it seems like God would then just give me insight into things. I would just read something and it would like, oh, that's what it is. Or I would, they would come home and they would just start talking or he would unveil those mysteries. So I would know then how to correctly respond. So it unveils mysteries. Another thing it does, it it keeps us praying in line with God's will. That's an important one. Romans 8, 26 says, in the same way, the spirit comes to help us. Weak as we are, we don't know how we ought to pray. The spirit himself pleads with God for us. In groans, words cannot express. You know, a lot of times in the weak places of our life, when there's a lot of opposition, a lot of confusing things going on, when there's a lot of just stuff and issues in our life, when we're just feeling so weak, whether it's in our body or our marriage or in our money, whatever it is in those weak places, a lot of times we just don't know how to pray. Man, I know I'm supposed to pray. I just don't know how to pray. People say, just pray about it. I don't know what I'm supposed to pray for. I don't know how to pray. The Bible says with this really cool God language, you're able to pray according to God's plan and his purpose for your life. You know, a lot of times in those, in those situations, we'll find ourselves even praying selfish prayers. Have you ever done that? We try to tell God how we want him to answer. You know, maybe we're dating somebody. We're like, oh God, help him to like me. God, please help him to like me. He might just be like the devil and you're begging God to let you marry the devil. And you don't, you're, you, but you're desperate and you're, 
you know, God, give me that job. Well, God might have a better job for you. It's like in those, in those times where you, you just don't know how, how I should pray in this line. When you have that really cool God language, that ability to pray by the help of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, you pray in perfect will, in per, according to the perfect will of God. The last thing that we're going to talk about that it does is it activates God's power in you. Meaning this, it recharges you. It, re- it strengthens you. It refreshes you. You know, my grandson, he's just turned six, but when he was about four, he started, uh, you know, getting involved and loving all the superheroes and, you know, all the shows on, 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 uh, on their cartoons and stuff. Everybody has a superpower, you know, and he'd watch a show where you can activate different animal powers. So he'd walk around and if he wanted to run fast, he'd push this little spot on his arm and say, activate cheetah power. And he'd push the button and he'd fly like a cheetah. Then sometimes he'd activate ninja power and he'd fight really good. Sometimes he'd want to get out of trouble and not let you see him. He'd activate his invisible power and then you couldn't see him. You just didn't know where he was. He was just disappeared. When you pray by the help of the Holy Spirit, it activates God power in you. It gives you that advantage. I mean, you look at all the superheroes, Batman, Superman, you know, all the Avengers. Maybe they all have, they all have something that takes them from a natural man and empowers them. That's what the Holy Spirit, praying by the help of the Holy Spirit does you. It activates the Spirit of God in you. I don't know if you've ever felt blah or worn out or just like, man, so down. Praying by the help of the Holy Spirit with your God-given God language, it recharges your battery. It recharges you. It refreshes you. You know, we were uh, um, at at the lake one time and we were trying to blow up an air mattress and we had one of those uh, chargers those, those blowers that, that you would charge it and then you would unplug it and it would be, you know, charged for a while and then you'd go inflate your air mattress and then when the battery go dead, you go charge it again. Well, man, we'd charge that thing and go and it, it'd go strong for a long time, you know? And it's like, yeah, it's filling up. Then it goes, You're like, oh. Well, I either can recharge it or I can just pick up the thing and let it be flat and whoever gets on it will sink or I can do it the old fashioned way trying to blow it up with my mouth hyperventilate and pass out on the floor and forget it stupid anyway who wants to go swimming I hate swimming right or I could recharge the battery and I just I just know this that when you give God complete access to your life God just come fill me I need your power I need your empowerment God I need to be filled with your spirit, every part of me. God, I know you give me that supernatural boldness. God, I know you give me that ability to communicate with people that I don't normally wouldn't be able to communicate with. God, I believe that you give me this, it's available, this ability to pray in this really cool God language. I may not get it, I may not understand it, but if it's offered in this deal, God, I want to use it to fullest capacity. Because God, there are times when I feel overwhelmed and there are times when I feel like my battery's depleted. God, there are times when I don't know that I really can get the job accomplished. There are things I really don't get and I really don't understand. God, I need your help in every area of my life. So God, I just want you to fill me. When you're baptized in the Holy Spirit and you feel yourself depleted, there's so many times I go in my room. And I'll just pray by the help of the Holy Spirit. Recharge my battery again. Recharge my battery again. Let strength come back into my life. Let the power of God come back into my life. And I got to say, for every person in this room, that same package is available to you.
The cool thing is, the Bible says, when we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, the Spirit of God moves on the inside of us. The baptism in the Holy Spirit, that extra power, that just comes by us as a believer in Christ, saying, God, you have access not just to the living room, every part of me. And God, I want everything that you have to offer this morning. Let's go ahead at all of our campuses. Let's bow our heads and close our eyes. You know, if you're in this room and you've never given your life to Christ, maybe you've never received Jesus, you're kind of just living your life on your own. And man, you're just trying to fight this thing in your own flesh and your own ability. God has so much better for you. God loves you so much. God cares about you. God loves you so much that he sent his son Jesus to live a perfect life, to die for you. To be raised for you so you can have life. If that's you this morning, you want to receive Christ, we're all going to pray this prayer together. And I just want you to just to believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. The Bible says anyone who calls on the Lord will be saved. That means you're going to experience God's life in you. What was hard can now become better because Christ lives in you. Let's all pray this together, all of our campuses. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for the gift of your son. Today, I open my heart and invite him in. Jesus, change my life. I receive you today. Today starts the beginning of a new life for me. And I thank you for that in Jesus' name. Now listen, we know that there's more. We know that Man, as a believer in Christ, him living there, we can ask God, God, fill every part of our life. Again, it's not a weird thing. Again, it's not, not something that's freaky or something that's, that's odd. It's a benefit. It's an advantage. It's something that will put you over the top and make your life better. So if you want to open your heart and say, God, I want to give you access to every part of my life. My closet, the junk drawer, all of me. God, saturate all of me. I want to do that. I want everything. I want the boldness. I want the power. I want the ability to pray out mysteries. God, I want that God language. God, I believe even this week as I go home and as I'm praying that that we'll just experience such a greater ability to pray and, and really see, God, your good happen in our life. Let's all just pray this today. Say, Holy Spirit, I give you access to my life. I ask you, baptize me today, fill me today, and everything, every benefit that comes with you living in me, I receive in Jesus' name, amen, amen. This podcast is presented to you by Pastor Randy Han and Celebration Church in Fresno, California. For more information, please visit celebrationchurch.cc.